0: In today's episode, I am joined by my guest, Tara Schulenberg. She is the co-founder of Elevate the Globe and Studio In Tune. She is an astrology advisor and kundalini yoga and meditation instructor. She's also the co-author of Good Morning Intentions, Sacred Rituals, to raise your vibration, find your bliss, and stay energized all day. I want to say, so I've followed Elevate the Globe on Instagram for a few years, and then how sometimes the algorithm works, you don't see posts anymore, and I didn't see their posts anymore, I listened to their podcast, they haven't put out a new podcast since I think um, December 2021. So it kind of like fell to the side a little bit, a few months ago, their on their Instagram feed it popped up on my page and it was their book. I bought their book. I've gotten so into kundalini yoga and meditation. It has made a huge difference and shift in my life, and I am so honored that Tara said yes when I emailed about wanting to be a guest on Fit, Fun, and Frazzled, I really, really hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope it touches someone. I hope someone benefits from it. If you do, please share it with someone else that you think will benefit. Please leave a rating and review. When you guys leave ratings and reviews, it helps other people find podcasts. And that's my main goal is to really help people. And I have gotten, as you guys know, like meditation has been It doesn't come easy for me. It's hard to shut off my brain. It's hard for my brain to relax. But, you know, that's not the goal of meditation, to get better at meditating or have no thoughts. But meditation and kundalini especially has really, really just clicked with me the past few months. It's helped me process a lot of old feelings, stuck emotions inside. And I really, really... Hope you guys enjoy this episode. So in this episode, we talk about who Tara is, how Elevate the Globe started, what Kundalini Yoga meditation are, um, what brought Tara to Kundalini. We also talk about our daily rituals, her book, the book she co-authored. Good Morning Intention, Sacred Rituals to Raise Your Vibration, Find Your Bliss, and Stay Energized All Day. We talk about that. I, we talk about which ones are our favorite in that book. We talk about morning routines, self-care practices, and we talk about astrology and the full moon, Virgo season, and why we should not fear Mercury in retrograde. I'm really excited for our guest today, Tara Schulenberg. I have been following Elevate the Globe for a while now, and I am so honored to have Tara here today. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for coming.
1: Thank you so much, Nikki. It's amazing to, to be here, and I appreciate
0: you. Thank you. I So Tara and I were talking a little bit before I hit record, um, I have been teaching yoga for five years now, but meditation is something that has never been easy for me. I tried Kundalini back when I was doing yoga teacher training and it just wasn't clicking for me. Fast forward to this year, it clicked. Now I absolutely crave it. Like the night before I start, I wake up between four and four thirty AM. I do Kundalini. Um, this morning, I actually did the um, brighten your halo. And when I finished, I looked at my phone and it was 4.44 a.m. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so can you tell um, the listeners who you are and what you do?
1: Sure. Yeah. So um, I love I love that you're doing meditations early in the morning. But I have a question for you first. Do you find that like mm-hmm. you can only you like it's easier for you, especially being a busy mom, do you feel like it's easier to get up super early before everyone gets up and do it then?
0: Yes. I need that. Um, like hour to two hours by myself in the morning.
1: Yeah. I think that, that there's a lot of people that, that are, um, kind of in that boat, but I do want to hear like from you, just like, how did you get to that place? Cause I think, you know, Kundalini can scare a lot of people. Like if you don't get up Mm -hmm. at 4am, you can't do anything. Uh, it's not going to work, you know. Yeah. And you're like, no. You could literally do it any time of the day, and it would give you such a boost in energy. Um, but doing it at the time and you're saying is just really cool. That's like so cool to hear because you're really harnessing the power of um, of the sun's rays and just the creation hours. But anyway, I'm um, I am Tara Schulenberg, and I'm a co-founder of Elevate the Globe. Um, my best friend Britt and myself co-founded this company. How long has it been now? Five or six years. And we've been working together to create this beautiful, like Kundalini platform, Kundalini yoga platform and courses that really help people to elevate their energy and to activate their intuition. So we've been doing so much over the past few years. We have a number of courses out there. We have membership sites that people come in and really just like kind of every day are doing meditations to help them connect more with themselves. Cause really at this point in time on the planet, I think that the that's the most rib, sort of revolutionary and rebellious thing that you could do is to mm-hmm. connect to your soul and connect to your intuition and have it guiding you, um, versus societal stuff guiding you, because it just leads people really off path into a lot of unhappiness. And while you can find some happiness anywhere, wherever you are, that, you know, the deterioration of the body and the mind and the psyche, a lot of that comes from um, being on the wrong path or listening to the wrong advice and trying to make people shoehorn people into one size fits all or one archetype. And we're not, we're not like that. And um, we're so creative and, you know, all of us have this power and force of Kundalini energy that we're born with at the base of our spine. And, you know, when you activate it, That creative energy moves through you and you almost can't stop your acceleration of awareness. Kundalini yoga is called the yoga of awareness. And you just almost can't even stop that from happening. So you're sort of peeling the layers back just by activating your Kundalini and you're seeing, you know, you see stuff and you you see stuff in your life and your mind and your psyche and your perspective that you're like, you know, might be hard to look at. Like, oh my God, I can't Mm -hmm. believe I was doing that to myself, or I was doing that to other people, or I just thought that, wow, there's so much more out there to life. And I think that's such a blessing. And these tools are very old, you know, they're very old tools. Yoga is very old in general, old practice. And, you know, it's really needed here in the Western world. And so having a lot of us talking about it, is really good. It's a really good thing. And to actually have roots where you have teachers that are from the lineages, you know, this is the connection to it is really coming back to just the connection with earth, with Gaia, if you will, if with yourself, with your body. And um, in this age of Aquarius, where there's so much technology and so much innovation You know, we have to remember to keep in contact with our body because our body is the most innovative thing that there ever was and will ever be. Um, It's miraculous what happens. So if we can connect to this sort of miracle every day and connect to our soul and our guides, like this is, this is where the world starts to change and it becomes a much better place for everyone. And so we're starting to see, I think the consciousness of the world really understanding this In different ways, even if it's just like a little glimmer for some people. So that's what we do at Elevate the Globe is we are really a beautiful container for people to come in and practice and to Mm -hmm. to get the tools they need to um, work on specific things, you know, like their specificity, which I do like in Kundalini. So this morning, you were working on your auric field, (laughs) you know, your body, your 10th, your 10th body. And Mm -hmm. you're just, um, you know, this is, this is a beautiful practice for you. You know, that, that if you want to like really make yourself brighter and more magnetic, but if you've got like lymphatic issues, there's kriyas to move your lymph fluid. If you've got liver issues, there's kriyas to help move the detox pathways for your liver. And, you know, there's just so many things there's kriyas for heartbreak, meditations for um, the parasympathetic nervous system. It's just amazing. Like it's like a, it's a science. It's a yogic science that you know, has been tried and tested for thousands of years now. So it's really cool to just even experience
0: it. Yeah. How would you describe, or what would you describe to someone that doesn't know what Kundalini yoga is?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, (laughs) Oh, that's so fun. It's like, uh, what I like to tell people about Kundalini is that in simple terms, it's like, getting on a rocket ship and being able to see your destiny more clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just more of a spiritual way of saying it because it's really what happens. You know, you just start to just, whoa, everything becomes really clear and pathways open. But, but in general, it's, it's yoga of awareness. It makes you really aware of yourself, your thought patterns, um, your relationships, your words can you, know, you start to become really aware of who you are now it can look really weird like you some, see some people doing weird kundalini stuff you know like there's that satali pranayam you know you fold your tongue like a taco and you breathe in you know, and people are like, yeah. what are you doing? You know, like you're doing it. Like it's a beautiful air conditioner actually like to cool your body down if you're really hot, but it's like, people are like, what are you doing? Or like, if you have at the airport doing fists of anger, people think it's like super <laughs> weird, you know? Yeah. Uh, you're. But just, you, what?
0: Oh, I was doing that um, one the other day and my dog was like staring at me, <laughs> like moving his head like this. Oh my God. Right. (laughs)
1: Um, but yeah, it, it opens, you know, it, it, it really is, it's different. It's for people. I think Kundalini yoga is something to try. If you have a hard time meditating, if you have a hard time, even with a normal vinyasa class, you know, that, that was me. I had a very hard time with vinyasa and not that it was hard, you know, but like I just wanted something more. I wanted a more spiritual connection to my soul. Right. And I loved that vinyasa really helped me to open a lot of the nadis, right? A lot of the meridians and stuff that, that move mm-hmm. through the body and a lot more energy would flow, but I needed something that was almost deeper for myself. And like all of these, all Kundalini yoga encompasses all of the yogas. So it's got like the breath work. It's got the, the mantras. It's got the movement. It's, it's got a lot of the, um, the things that you need to really like su- surpass the conscious mind and get into the, con- the subconscious mind and start changing patterning. So I loved when I, I remember sitting in my first Kundalini yoga class and, I was doing just like simple spinal twists and I was breathing really deeply through my nose. You know, you're activating your parasympathetic nervous system, but you're also just moving so much energy and, um, especially in your solar plexus. And I started getting so buzzy and I was like, this is crazy. What is this? I started feeling high, you know, on my own oxygen supply. And the, the teacher was just like, if you're, he said in the middle of it, if you're feeling like a buzzing energy that you're moving a lot of energy, you're moving energy, you're moving and creating more of it. And I was just fascinated, just like, holy crap, I could do this for myself. And I left that class just wide eyed. Like, what was that? Like, it was a real, like specific technology where you're actually working on different systems of your body. And so it's a really good, Place for people to come if they're again, like they can't, they think they can't meditate. If you've got like specific things that you're working on um, and healing in your body, because there's kriyas to support a lot of that moving mm-hmm. of energy and healing. And if you've got a lot of addiction, and addiction doesn't just mean alcohol or cigarettes, it can be coffee, it can be addiction to TV, it can be addiction to certain ways of reacting to people. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it really is it's, it's hard to explain it to me. It's hard to explain it very simply, but it, it is just this. Um, it's an incredible tool that I think if you're really pulled to your interest is peaked, you got to go try it. You know, I can sit here and say all of these things about it, but until you try it, you know, I don't know what your experience is going to be like. It's going to be different for you than it is me. But it, but just knowing that you create a lot of energy and you connect with your soul through this and you can hear yourself more clearly and you can heal a lot Mm -hmm. physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, this is, this is that kind of yoga and it works pretty fast, like really fast. It's like getting on a rocket ship. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I had, so before we started recording, I explained to you a little bit, like in March, my back went out and. Um, I'm actually getting surgery coming up soon, but I being like, you know, taking care of everyone else, kept pushing myself to the side, not going to the doctor. I was getting worse and worse and worse. I have anxiety. I've had anxiety since I was a teenager. My anxiety started bubbling up in June. I was having panic attacks again that I haven't had panic attacks in years. Mm -hmm. Um, elevate the glow. Like it came up on my Instagram, your book and the, um, natural, uh, Xanax. Yeah. (laughs) And I bought the book, started doing that. And it was like, literally a sign I needed. Then I got, um, manifested the abundance bundle. I did Mm -hmm. the lion's gate, the lion's gate literally for a week and a half. I had no back pain and I was like, oh my gosh. And I mean, I've had MRIs, like I have a severe herniated disc and fragments on my, um, L5 S1 nerve root or whatever. So I do need surgery, but like, it was amazing. Like, and so, you know, I got studio in tune and have been die hard every morning since then. And it's, <laughs> I'm like, I'm obsessed with it now. Yeah. But right. How, Isn't it like, inc- yeah.
1: that's incredible mm-hmm. that you're back. You didn't have any pain for a week. Wow. A week
0: and a half. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I'm in constant pain. Like I can't even I can't even do child's pose most of the time because I can't bend forward just because uh-huh. of how it is. So yeah, but how did like Elevate the Globe come to be? Was it always something you were always into yoga or it just organically happened? Well, um,
1: yeah, that's kind of a, I'll, I'll try to summarize that real quick first because it's like, you know, you look back and this is definitely- a destination point on my destiny, right? Like we all have so many points on our destiny that, you know, it's not always just an end game either. There's always, it's always changing and morphing, but I look back in my life and, you know, you can look back in your childhood and even ask your family, if your parents are still around, you know, asking your, your parents or your brothers and sisters, um, anyone that was around you when you were younger, like you know, what was it that I was interested in? Like, what kind of, how was I when I was a kid? And if I look back and I ask family and stuff, astro- I was drawn to astrology and numerology when I, before I turned like 10 years old. So, and my mom had gotten my chart and everything done and, and all of that when I was young. And it was just absolutely fascinating to me. One of my guy friends in high school knew that I loved this stuff so much. He gave me a numerology book for my birthday. You know, it was like very well known that I was very into this stuff. Um, So it all started for me with astrology and it's been there since I was a kid that it has felt like a natural way, astrology and numbers and looking through the meaning, for the meaning and the subtleties of what's happening around me. So that's just my basis and baseline of life. Like this is how I've always kind of been, always been interested in science, always been interested in space. Like I had a boyfriend that went to space camp when he was little. And I remember even as like a 24, three or four year old, I remember being so jealous, like, holy crap, you went to space camp, you know, yeah. um, So, like being really obsessed with the stars was always something interesting to me. And it did feel like it came naturally. Now, now what happened was, you know, Brit and myself met in high school. No, we didn't. Met, we met in middle school. We were like 12 years old. We met in middle school. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like really young at dance class. And we just like instantly became friends and then we kind of grew closer and closer to each other. And in high school, we did like cheer and song together. So we okay. always, you know, we always really connected over movement. And, um, so we got really close. I mean, we had like every class together at one point, like we were like so tight, you know, and then college came around, we had a discussion like, Hey, we're going to go our separate ways for a little while. Like, this is probably a good thing. And we started to, to just kind of go on our separate pathways, but we'd always see each other at Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we would, um, we would start talking about like angels and, and like just meditating. And I started working with psychics and I was one, of course, wanting to just know my future and what was going on. But I also was working with somebody who I still work with now that was teaching me how to read and how to read the energy and how to read the subtleties and read the spirits that were coming to me. And I started to really open up. And then I I went to Britt's like, like Britt and I kind of converged again with all these interests. And I saw her doing Kundalini yoga at her bachelorette party. And a lot of girls were like kind of making fun of her and stuff and I was like, this is so silly. Like she's like, was my wild and crazy friend. Like she was so wild when we were young. And there was something that just totally changed in her. And I was like, what is this Kundalini she's doing? She's so Kundalini. passionate about it. She stumbled upon Kundalini like a couple years prior and it had taken teacher training because, and hers stemmed from like, you know, a breakup. It was like, she was searching for something and it, it came to her. And then, you know, I start like, okay, I got to do this Kundalini. I got to try it. I got to try this thing. And so I do, I go back to San Francisco and uh, it takes me a year. It takes me a whole year to like, actually go, I'm going to go take that Kundalini class. I start thinking about it. I start researching it. I even get on like the LA, like Goodwara newsletter. And I'm just like Mm -hmm. researching all of it, but I'm not doing it. I'm just looking at it. (laughs) And then I start doing it. uh, And within three months, I hear her Brit's mother dies and her mom, because I'm again, working with a psychic and there's so much else in the backstory here, but I'm working with a psychic. Her mom, passes her mom comes to me her mom comes to me and I can hear her and I know what she's saying and I know how she's talking because I've been working with the psychic to kind of understand and she tells me Tara you got to go home she just said flat Tara it is time to go home you need to be with Britt and you need to be with your mom and I said okay and it was simple and that was it and she hung around for for like a day um and it took me a couple months to like actually get the guts to do it. Um, but mm-hmm. I'd been thinking about it for years. So I get down to LA and Brit and I are now like like really reconverging here. And we start taking tons of classes at Rama together. I live down the street from it in Venice. And she asked me, she has a five month old at the time, you know, that she wants to see this healer out in um in New York. And I was like, um, okay, well, I just went to the Philippines. I did all this stuff. I don't know. But she got on the phone with me a couple of weeks prior and said, Tara, I keep getting messages through my meditations. At this point, she's got me super hooked on morning practices and the Kundalini is so intense for me and amazing. And I just, she goes, you're like, I see you're supposed to be doing something with astrology and you're not, why are you not doing it? And I'm like, okay, Brett, whatever. Like, I don't want to do anything with astrology. <laughs> I was just kind of a bit a brat about it. And, um, and I, I, so she was telling me that and I could feel it. I could see it, but I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I was like more, there's spirits all over me. And I was just like, I can't yeah. think about that. I've got to wade this out. Well, then she tells me, Hey, I want to go see this healer. And I almost didn't go, but I was like, you know, if Brit's telling me, if she's saying we should go, I think you should go with me. I'd like you to go with me. I was like, I think I was supposed to go. Well, that whole weekend, and I was very skeptical about the whole thing. I was like, this isn't really, she goes, I think our whole lives are going to change after this weekend. And I'm like, oh, Brit, always the ever positive, <laughs> really, you know, like, it's going to be amazing. I'm like, okay, like this, you know, what is really going to happen, you know, after this? Well, she was right. And our whole lives did change that weekend. And it was beyond anything that I've ever experienced. But essentially one night after seeing this healer, we, I, again, no alcohol. I don't do drugs ever. I've barely done anything in my life. Mm-hmm. No alcohol. I would like had like a, like a Sprite or something that night. Cause I think my stomach was hurting a little bit. And so I remember coming home and there was just spirits all over the house and I couldn't get them to go away. And, um, they basically came in and there was a dome that formed over the house. I can still remember exactly how it happened, how it looked, but I could physically see six beings in the house and I knew who they were. Like I, my soul knew who they were. It was very much a recognition and they, they gave me a full, a full, um, opening, like through my third eye, through visuals of a whole like pathway for elevate the globe. And I didn't know, I, I didn't know I had been searching. I knew I said to the universe for about six months prior, I know there's something better for me out there. Couldn't imagine doing my job anymore, but I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. And then it just came through and it came through miraculously, truly. And Britt and I immediately started working together like the next day she had already started something, but the next day we started working together and and Elevate the Globe grew so fast from there. It was like, oh, this is what we're supposed to do. And so that's how it came together. And it was very much like, you know, through astrology, through Kundalini, through like the intuition that was activated through all of it, that Elevate the Globe was born. And it made a lot of sense what we were doing Mm -hmm. because we were really living it, you know, we're really yeah. living this experience, so that's what happened. It was crazy. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I got chills too when you were telling me this story.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Have- um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah.
0: Oh, I was just gonna say, do you have like um, daily rituals or like your morning routine that you do like every day? You could walk us through or share. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, um, it, the, the timing, yes, I do. And the, the timing of it kind of changes here and there. So, um, mm-hmm. I right now I'm doing a morning practice around 7.00 AM, which is when I'm getting up. So I used to be a little more rigid and would be like, I have to get up at four. Well, I realized yeah. that my body was waking me up at four and I, ha- I had like a liver issue. And that's why I like my body was waking me up at 4 a.m. naturally. It was like, oh, this is amazing. And my body's like, you actually have issues, <laughs> you know? Wow. Um, um, so now I'm like, I'm really having to sleep and let my body kind of recover right now. But at 7 a.m., um, I'm doing, I do, there's, it kind of changes. It's always like some sets of warm ups and then a Kriya. And right now I'm, really like working with my guides and I'm developing a relationship with them. So, um, I also like they, they downloaded for me a specific like chakra sequence that is not actually found in the Kundalini. Um, it's one that they told me about, but it's not found online or anything. And I've been trying it out, and it's beautiful. And I'm really obsessed with it. And so I think we might probably share this with everyone um, because I'm getting to that point with the the rituals that I have such a relationship with. I you know I'm careful to not totally like adjust. I don't want to, I'm not adjusting any teachings. These are like new teachings. It's very much mm-hmm. like karmic thing with Kundalini. You don't change teachings. But these ones are downloaded. So I'm doing this like chakra series right now. And then I do a kriya, like just a three-part kriya. And then um I just listen to my guides. I listen and I feel. And I actually sit there and feel and process. And, and that, and then I like, I've been meditating outside for the past, well, all summer because it's so nice out and I love getting the sun in the morning and I just sit there and I watch the birds. Like I like try to get as present as possible Mm -hmm. in the moment. And so, you know, for me, this practice is right now about activating all of my chakras and moving through obstacles and getting really present with my guides and nature. And it's like allowing so much clarity to come through. Um, but the way we teach is like, do something for 40 days. Like if you're starting out new, do something for 40 days and see what happens, see what changes happen. Also, you don't need to start with doing a whole hour, two hours of, of sadhana um, or yeah. a morning practice. You can start with three minutes of breathing, breath of fire, ego eradicator, it doesn't have to be so overwhelming if you're starting something new. I remember when I first started, I started every single day after I brushed my teeth and or it was like right before I had breakfast or it was in between breakfast and brushing teeth that I would sit down for three minutes and I would do breath of fire, ego eradicator. And I would then talk to my guides and I'd feel into the energy field around me. And I would say, I'm going to show up 100% today whatever you guys have going, coming at me, I'll be there. I'll show up. Just show me where to go. Show me who you want me to talk to. I'm open. Let's go. I'm here. And I was very open as a vessel. And that's what I'm kind of doing now, but a little bit different where it's like, yeah, a little bit more protection (laughs) because there were so many things that came through a little more protection, but now I'm like, I'm practicing this feeling of being in the present moment. It's changing my whole life. It's crazy. In, In like, in like a month and a half.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, that. So I've been trying to work, like, probably for two years, like with my guides and spirit guides and calling on my angels, and nothing was happening. Uh-huh. You know, and I'm sitting here like doing all these things and nothing. And then when my back went out and I can't work out, I can't do hit, so I start walking outside all summer long. All of a sudden, I start seeing like my spirit. I start seeing butterflies all the time. I'm seeing, you know, angel numbers all the time. Yeah. So. I mean, that's what people say that is, but I was thinking it's supposed to be like, I'm supposed to see a person, (laughs) (laughs) but I feel, I feel like I get goosebumps now when I go on my walk and I see like three butterflies flying around or something like that. It was just like, I literally needed to slow down and be present.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's the name of the game. Like, like actually, People would say a lot, you know, like I used to get a lot of flack for like, like slow, like let's like slow down. Like, you know, it doesn't like slow down to speed up. You know, that's really Mm -hmm. what that means. It's like when you can access everything, everything exists only right now. Like whenever you guys are listening to this, the future that you see is not guaranteed. The dark future you see is not guaranteed. Nothing is, it is all about the choices you make in this very moment. So it's great to have a future that you're moving towards, but if you avoid every single choice and every single brick on the pathway that you have to lay to bridge yourself from here to there, you're never going to get there or you're going to get, you're going to get there, but it's going to be a little different, or you're going to feel like kind of shitty about it, or you're going to feel freaking exhausted you know, and just like you had, like you arrived and we're like going through a war zone and it will rip apart your body and it can be really easy. It's like, you just create from here and like finding that peace and activating your, like the key here with the yoga is to activate your parasympathetic nervous system. When your body's relaxing, all of your glands are secreting properly and you're able to actually access rest and relaxation where presence is. So that's why a lot of like you know yoga is about like getting yourself to relax because that's where you can hear all your guides are there. You know at that like peaceful energy. So like listening is like a lot of times if you can't hear you're going too fast. You're going too fast so you need and you need more energy. You know like if you've got a crazy frazzled mind you know, you need, yeah. you need more energy to be able to rise above that swing, right? So anytime you're frazzled, you need to do some breath work or, or something that gives you more energy. And if you can create it in your body versus putting something in your body, even mm-hmm. better. Um, yeah. So you can get to that place. Cause you think like high vibe is like more energy and you're going to be more crazy. No, it means that you're going to be able to actually rise above and almost like you're getting on a boat after you've been in calm seas after you've been, you know, you've been ripped around in a storm without a life jacket, you know, it's like, oh, I can, I can relax for a second and see what's actually happening. Yeah. That's what I love about this yoga in general is like this, it does this kind of thing for people where, oh my God, I, I can access relaxation. And when you can access relaxation, your body works properly. And you can hear where you need to go and then you Mm -hmm. can be present and go, oh, I have enough energy actually to take that next step. I don't have to sit here worrying about it. I can actually just go do it right now and then I'll listen for the next step and I'll just go do that one. And you can almost make an experiment for yourself. Like if I listen to my intuition and I actually take action on it, I wonder where it will lead me and just see what happens. So
0: I love that, you know,
1: (laughs) like if you, what if you did that every day where you're like, oh, okay. My intuition's telling me to go down to this duck pond. I don't know why, but I'm just going to do it anyway. I'm not going to get in the way of it. Maybe Mm -hmm. you'd meet somebody, you know, maybe you'd have some sort of experience or, um, you know, who, who knows what would happen. Maybe you would have just the sounds and, you know, everything converging. Maybe that was right where you needed to be to like get a realization or, maybe some peace, you know, from busy, crazy life. I don't know. Yeah. You, you, you don't know. No one knows your intuition tells you something. We'll go see what, what it, what it's trying to lead you to. It's like a fun treasure hunt. It's like the alchemist yeah. kind of that book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so astrology, this is something I was always into like my worst but not until like you know, probably the past two years, I've really been into more of like the moon cycles too and the new moon and the full moon and my daughters and I do like a new moon ritual or like charge our crystals and the full moon. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about this? And I know, okay, and I'm probably going to get this wrong but we were just in Virgo season, right? Are we still, or with the new moon, it changed?
1: No, we're still in Virgo season, yeah.
0: Okay, we're still in Virgo mm-hmm. season. And then the full moon is September 10th, 10th. right? Mm-hmm. And then Mercury is going into retrograde soon. What it is goes, always- Yeah, go this, ahead. Um, how, what, I know everyone, like the memes and stuff are about like Mercury into retrograde and stuff. What does it do? Like, why are people afraid of it? Or not afraid of it, but like the memes, like are joking about it.
1: Well- yeah, it's a it's kind of silly, truly. Um, here's the thing. These are things like when when you're not quite aware of your ability to create and your ability to choose. It's easy for like the hijacking of consciousness to go I'm going to we're going to tell everyone that it's going to be we're, like the, the like fear and all of that. And the lack feeling of lack of control goes, I'm going to get in there and um, we're going to make everyone think that for three weeks during Mercury retrograde, you can't do anything and you're going to have the worst time, right? It's like this way to escape reality for people um, and having a choice. And I, I like totally understand that. And it is funny. Like the memes are funny because you do have an experience that's a little bit wonky a lot of times right and the reason it's a little wonky is because you know mercury is the closest planet to the sun and it moves really fast right it moves quickly and so when it's retrograde what that means is it's not actually moving backwards it's just appearing to have to be slowing down it's just appearing that way and so in that sense like our and mercury represents it represents commerce communication travel. Um, it represents the, the like lower mind, if you will, the lower mind of, you know, just the like chit chat and the the exchange of ideas that, um, you know, we're not going super into depth of, about things like Mercury um, rules, Gemini and Gemini is, you know, I have a ton of Gemini friends. If you have them as well, you probably know, they, they ask like 20 questions about everything. It's just like, I need to know all the, the details about every single thing. I don't want to know, you know, your feelings behind it so much. And I just want to know, like I need to be able to paint a picture, right? Through experience. And so it, like in a way, Mercury rules details. And what happens when it's slowing down, you know, you start to like, like commerce can kind of get wonky and slow down. People aren't making as very clear decisions as they normally would it's like, cause they can't quite see it. Travel then can get kind of wonky. Like it's almost like your um, the wires get crossed a little bit. And okay. same thing about like signing contracts and things like you could just not be seeing as clearly you could be missing something. So when Mercury slows down, it's actually an opportunity to like get really present and slow your like mental chatter down and go, mm-hmm. let me actually review everything that I've done for the last few months and anything that I'm about to do. Let me just like really review this and, um, take a bit more time with it. Go over all the details. Um, if you started a project before Mercury goes retrograde, it's a great time to actually dive deeper into the details and work some, some, some of it out and close up some loops. Okay. So yeah. it's, it's like a really cool time to actually um clean house in a way. Mm -hmm. Right. To clean house, to tie things up, to just have those like refinements. But the, you know, larger world likes to have more fun and says like it's gonna make your life terrible. And you're like, yeah. Well, you know, it might make it might, right? Because you might find a mistake that you made and now you have to fix it. Mm -hmm. Or you might have to like wait because your plane got delayed and that's annoying, you know, but who knows? what all of that reshuffling is going to do for you. And maybe you're going to meet cool people that you wouldn't have met, or, you know, you're going to have the right taxi driver when you get there instead of the one you were going to have before. And now they've given you four or five restaurant recommendations that you wouldn't have had. And now you go to the restaurant and you meet the love of your life or a new business partner or a new friend. And you're just like, just relax, like let it all happen, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Yeah. Mercury retrograde is really cool. Um, If you can look at life as like this place of choices and not this place of like burdens, you know, that you as you have more energy in your body, that's why we practice the Kundalini. When you're faced with challenges, faced with things that are annoying and struggling, you, you can just face it and have more of a solution oriented mind. And it's just easier to move through things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I always hear that, and then I hear like with the full moon, like kids are more um, hyper mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Is that true? Because I have teacher friends, and they say their students are more hyper. Active, oh, I've, I I uh, think that is very true.
1: Yeah. yeah, don't you? <laughs> I mean, do you? Is that your? Experience? Yeah, my yeah, I,
0: my youngest is eleven, and she is. Mm-hmm. I can.
1: Hell, yeah. <laughs> I mean, even the animals, like my dog yeah. gets a little wild and like doesn't sleep very well on full moons and new moons, mm-hmm. just a bit more heightened. It's you know, the to to think that the planetary bodies around us don't have as much pull or influence um as we think, or you know, as as we are willing to like you know, see, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, um, it's, I think very silly. Like, of course there's, there's going to be a pull on all the planetary, um, on all the planetary like bodies in the solar system, everything's pulling on each other. Everything's magnetizing in this perfect formation. So when one planet retrogrades or one moves into a new constellation and we move cosmic weather, of course, the things are going to be a little different. But astrology is to me, this beautiful tool to understand kind of the energy flowing to the earth and flowing Mm -hmm. to us so that we can utilize it, that we know what maybe some challenges would be. It it gives us almost like a guidepost of like, okay, I'm going to like, this is kind of the menu I'm working with today, this week, this month. And okay, I'm going to work with this and I'm going to still do me. Like, I don't have to be like a, you know, super like succumb to all the ups and the downs of astrology. It's a great tool to just know those things are happening. But the ultimate goal is to like rise above the cosmic weather that like, you've got enough control of your own psyche that Mm. when Mercury is retrograde and you, you have enough energy to like see it and like know how to navigate it's like driving a car, right? Like you just know how to navigate through certain types of weather, like maybe with snow, you know, when there's snow and you're going up a mountain, you're probably going to slow down and you're probably going to pull off the side of the road. If you don't have snow tires, you know, you've got chains in the car. If you don't have chains, you're going to go back down or just going to wait out for a minute and figure out another plan or go around, right? You just know how to deal with things a bit more and it doesn't, irk you as much, you know, and you're not mm-hmm. a victim. Cause you're like, Oh, I can get myself out of this or I know how to move beyond this and still go where I want to go. Even if I'm like, you know, there's like five people telling me, no, all right, I'm going to go this way. <laughs> Cause I'm yeah. still going to get there. <laughs> I'm still going to get over the mountain, but maybe I have to go around if you're all telling me no, whatever. So,
0: yeah. Um, I ask all my guests this question. Um, is there a, like besides Kundalini and, um, yoga meditation, do you have any other self-care practices that you do? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. The big one for me now is, um, I'm walking a lot, like about Mm -hmm. uh, not even outside. I'm honestly walking on that treadmill. I'm just walking like an hour on the treadmill. Um, because for a long time I wasn't really able to work out like, I haven't really told a ton of people about this, but I've been going through a health journey um, and I haven't been that that well. And because I haven't been taking, I haven't been listening to myself as much as I should. Yeah. And like, I got out of alignment. I did. Um, and, and so things like for a good reason though, because I do feel like now I'm the way, what I'm focused on is like really watching my food so I'm like, I'm healing my relationship with food and using food, um, kind of improperly where I was just using it like as a kind of a crutch or a distraction, um, mm. also to just like make me feel better because I was learning how to have safety in my own self, but I didn't know how to do that. And so through that, I was using food as comfort and, um, and also just like not really taking care of my physical body and so mm-hmm. I like even through all the yoga and all the food and stuff, when you get out of alignment and you're not listening deep enough, cause you're taking care of everyone else and everything yeah. else, you know, you can, you can get out of alignment. And so that's what I'm like, the food is really helping me right now. Um, like really just a lot of fruits, a lot of vegetables, um, you know, medical medium celery juice, and just, mm-hmm. um, like paying attention to that and like, like almost developing a new relationship with my body Um, and really being nice to myself. Like I, for my whole life, have really been mean to my body. And so um, I now, anytime I feel I had to like actually get into this, I never thought I'd get to this place where anytime I'm feeling kind of off or weird, my subconscious literally starts telling me, I love you so much, Tara. You're so amazing. Like you're yeah. doing so well. Like this is, it's okay to rest. It's all right. Just relax. You're like amazing. I love you so much. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, it just automatically starts happening because I just made a lot of peace with my own body. Like I always had body hate and I look back mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, through, through the food issue, I gained like 10 pounds and I was like losing myself. Right. And I freaking needed to, cause I was a, not very nice to myself. So a lot of like food and like making peace with my body, um, and walking. Cause honestly, that's all I can really handle like on a daily Mm -hmm. basis right now is walk like a little uphill for a good, you know, hour. And, and that's what I'm doing. And, um, I love Pilates and I love spin class, but like, it's a little too much for me right now. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like my self-care is like being really easy on myself. Yeah still moving energy and still healing stuff, but not beating myself up every time that, you know, maybe I have some, like something I shouldn't have. It's like, I'm not supposed to eat gluten. It's like, so sometimes I do. And it's like, it's okay. It's okay. Be nice. Just be Mm -hmm. nice. (laughs) So that's my biggest self-care thing right now is actually like, it's a relationship with myself that I'm developing. That's different.
0: Mm -hmm. So. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. I have, so I've been a vegetarian since I was little, like four or five and then plant-based since like for the past 10 years, Mm -hmm. past two years since, you know, everything going on. Um, I started binging on junk food, like cookies, like that had dairy and stuff in that. And I have no idea where that came from. I mean, probably with my, like we were stuck Mm -hmm. at home with the kids and stuff, but like Um, So the past year I've been like sugar and stuff just doesn't work with me. It makes my anxiety worse. So I've been trying, you know, not beating myself up with that. So I kind of like resonate with you because I was saying like, I don't, we don't own a scale in our house. so I don't weigh myself, but um, I, you know, like why? I never really ate junk food growing up. It just wasn't a thing for me. I, You know, um, so I'm like, why now am I binging on it? But I'm just loving myself. Like, it's okay. You're using it as something else. Let's just, you know, take care of the other issue, what you're using it for, you know, is it like stress eating, you know, something like that. So trying to send myself love with that. So thank you yeah. for sharing yours.
1: <laughs> that's yeah, that's like, you know, I think a lot of people go through that, but like it, to me, don't you feel like it has to do with like feelings, like kind of just mm-hmm. shoving yeah. feelings down. Mm-hmm. Like These are too painful to deal with. I'm going to just eat and then you yeah. eat and you just feel so Oh, mm-hmm. like, you know, like that wasn't what I need. I just want to feel. And you hear this yeah. all the time, like people who lose a lot of, um, a lot of weight or just feel even without the weight, it's like, even just feel like more energized, by like feeling deeply a lot of emotions that they just haven't processed Mm -hmm. at all. So it's like such a, like, if you can learn how to do that, like, you know, it's it's just, you just kind of curb a lot of like disease um, that potentially could be forming because it's all just like stuck energy. Anyway.
0: Where can all the listeners find you?
1: Yeah. So they can find, um, they can find me and Brit at elevate the globe.com or elevate the globe on Instagram. And we have studio Intune on Instagram. It's studio underscore Intune, And then, um, we also have, um, it's also IntuneKundalini.com is, is how you can join in tune. If you're interested, we have a 14 day free trial. We also have our beautiful book. Good morning intention. Yes.
0: Yeah. And, I um, love that. I have it right here with me. Do you? <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs> always on my desk. So yeah.
1: Oh, I love <laughs> it. And what do, which one are you, are you like sticking to one right now? Or are you, uh, yeah, perusing? I'm doing
0: the, um, well, I'm sticking with natural Xanax. Okay. Um, but then I started looking at the other ones, like the comparison one.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then I
0: also have, um, the magnet for miracles.
1: Okay. Where, awesome. Like, that one's good I like that one for sure Mm
0: um do you have a favorite in your book
1: well I mean I I like all of them um Mm -hmm. I think like the gold rush is probably one of my favorites um but the natural xanax was like probably what the book was all sort of written around <laughs> in general. Oh,
0: really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was like the, one of the first that came through and especially cause we just felt like so many of us on this planet are just, just overwhelmed with the amount of stuff we've mm-hmm. got going on. And especially um, like women or people who are caretakers of children and just anyone in your life um, Yeah. The, or the, the business owners that are really just kind of doing stuff or like have really wild jobs, right? We've all got a lot of anxiety more than we ever have. I think there's been like studies that, and I, you can't quote me on this as actually being real. um, But that we have like some incredible amount more of anxiety or the same amount of anxiety as like somebody in the fifties that would have been in a mental hospital. Like, we have way more going on than ever before, which means we can make progress more than we've ever made. But anyway, um, I think that one's really helpful and I like the drink that's in it as well with the magnesium. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I would say that one, but, um, yeah, there's so many, there's one for heartbreak and, you know, one to attract love in there. Um, there is one for, for business specifically. And, you know, there's, there's, So many. There's one for uh, masculine energy, feminine energy. So yeah, there's there's a lot uh, to peruse from.
0: I know. I I drink the magnesium drink with the kombucha every morning now. Do you? (laughs) How has it made you feel? Are you sleeping a little better? I am. I can fall asleep better at night. So my oldest is 14. So she's she's just started high school. So she goes to bed really late still. So I hear, still hear her, but I can calm myself so much better at night. And what I notice the mornings, I forget to drink it by noon. I'm like already like, you know, like more agitated, not agitated, oh. quicker to react than okay. when I don't, when I do drink it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So now that kind of calm, it helps you calm down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, That's thank cool. you so much for joining us today. Seriously, thank you so much. This is so, so enlightening and such a pleasure to meet you and have you on.
1: Thank you so much. This was wonderful. And I'm so glad we got to connect.
0: Me too. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning into this week's episode with Tara Schulenberg. Where you can find Tara is all in the show notes, but you can go to www.elevatetheglobe.com. You can find her on Instagram, also at Elevate the Globe. and her book is sold on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Again, that is good morning intentions, sacred rituals to raise your vibration, find your bliss, and stay energized all day long. You can also check out their app, Studio Intuned. You could go to the app store and download it or go into your browser and put Studio tune Again, thank you for tuning in. If you benefited from this episode, please, please, please leave a rating and review. Share it with someone else you think will benefit from it. As always, take some time out this week to take care of yourself. Practice self-love. Thank you guys, as always, so much for tuning in.